Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. For the first time this year, I'm joined by Bob Aram all the way from Las Vegas. Happy New Year, Bob. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Well, unfortunately, uh, it hasn't really been happy times in the world. Obviously, you've got a pandemic going on. but No, I know that, but uh, I have good news have been scheduled for a vaccination this coming Thursday. So in a month, I'll be relaxed, a lot more relaxed. So I think the vaccine is beginning to roll out. And uh, hopefully uh, by the spring or summer, we'll have the pandemic behind us. You must have been uh, one of the first in line in the States, Bob. Yeah, old guys, the benefit of old age, right? They take you first. Absolutely, absolutely. Bob, I was going to say, uh, of course, we've got this pandemic going on. But aside from that, I just want to get your take on the current political situation in America the last couple of weeks. Well, four years ago, a little over four years ago, we elected a man who never should have been president of the United States. And people like myself were chagrined and we warned everybody that the worst could happen because he wasn't, he isn't a man of great character and he had no idea of how a government in a democratic society should be run. So during the course of his being president, he unleashed the worst elements in our society. Now, every country, every society has these elements. You do in the UK, they do in Germany, in all countries. And we certainly have that in the United States because we had the background of the Ku Klux Klan uh, and how uh, after the Civil War, uh, 
so many people, uh, particularly in the South, uh, did horrible things uh, because they wouldn't uh, accept uh, black people, former slaves, as regular citizens. Uh, so we have a history of that. But thank God, during most of my life, the presidents of the United States, whoever they were, some good presidents, some bad presidents, some presidents like Nixon, uh, who did awful things, but they all knew that this element existed and they wouldn't allow it out of the bottle. Now, Trump comes in and he knows, like everybody else in America, that this element exists. And he opens the bottle because in a selfish way, he wants the elements in that bottle to help him in his political cause. And he unleashed these people on the country and they captured the Capitol and they uh, were determined uh, to uh, hold hostage his own Vice President Pence, members of the Congress. Why? Because he didn't want the, the ballots uh, of the Electoral College to be counted so that he could still remain as the president of the United States. This was a coup and he should be punished accordingly as well as all of the other people who were perpetrators of what happened in the Capitol uh, last week. Has the situation calmed down in a bit in the States now? Well, we, yeah, if you, if you call 15,000 National Guard troops in Washington being calmed down. I mean, it's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, these are the worst elements in our society. People who uh, are conspiracy theorists, people who are anti-people of color, anti-Semitic people. These are the worst, worst people in the United States, and he gave them a voice. He meaning Trump. Anyways, uh, yeah, just wanted to get your, your take on what's going on uh, over there, but let's talk some boxing now. Bob, where are we with uh, talks with Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury? How's that going with Eddie? Well, I, I talked with Eddie uh, earlier in the week. Uh, we're going to be going over a draft contract. Uh, I'm in contact with Frank, and uh, uh, I think uh, uh, Eddie is going to forward a draft to me by the end of the week, maybe over the weekend, and I'll circulate it to Frank. And uh, uh, based on my conversations with Eddie, I don't see any major difficulties uh, in effectuating uh, this event. Do you believe we'll have signed contracts um, before the end of this month? I hope so, yeah, certainly, yeah. Are there any stumbling blocks at the moment that present? I don't see any. Again, sometimes uh, 
a, a stumbling block comes up that you haven't discussed, but based on my discussions with both Eddie and Frank, I don't see any stumbling blocks. A major concern for people was the, the network situation. Has that been talked about much? Yeah, I talked to Eddie about it, and I don't think that's going to be a problem. Okay, that's good to hear. Are we any closer to learning a location for this? Again, that is being worked on, and uh, both sides are going to agree, obviously, on the location uh, when we solidify uh, an arrangement. I mean, uh, you know, there are a lot of elements to be considered uh, in picking a location, but the primary one is economic. Is it fair to say the United States and the UK are, are ruled out as a location for the first fight? Well, I, I, I really believe that if it was between the US and the UK, it would be in the UK because I think the fight is big for everybody in boxing, but it's particularly big for the uh, fans in the United Kingdom. So I think uh, that pretty much is a, is a given. Now the question is, do you move it out of the United Kingdom and put it someplace else because the economics uh, dictate that. And that's to be decided. And I really don't have uh, any uh, uh, facts on that uh, at this particular point. I think it's fair to say that the second fight may take place in the UK, but with the first fight being targeted for like May or June, there's no way we're going to have 100,000 people in a stadium with the lockdown situation we're in at the moment in the UK, so. Well, I would think you're correct. I would think you're correct. But again, nothing has been decided. But the fact that, yeah, uh, that the effect of the pandemic in, in May or June uh, and the effect of the pandemic in November or December, I think would be like, it's like day and night almost. I mean, certainly by November and December, I think all uh, reasonable people who uh, experts say that by that time the pandemic uh, will be in the rear view mirror. Eddie's made some comments today saying that Anthony's very happy with the talks at the moment and deal. Have you spoken to Tyson about um, his thoughts on it and is he happy? Yes, I've spoken to Tyson a number of times and Tyson's very, very enthusiastic and uh, Obviously, uh, you know, when we uh, get to a draft that everybody likes, uh, we'll run it by Tyson uh, and uh, his lawyer, Robert Davis, who's been very cooperative in this whole thing. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll get it done. But, uh, yeah, Tyson's very enthusiastic. Can't wait. Bob, out of this two-fight deal for the pair of the fighters, how much do you think they could potentially earn? I don't know, you know. I mean, I heard somebody quoted me as saying uh, $100 million a piece for the first fight. You know, I mean, who knows what? I mean, yeah, I would like the, the, the maybe a uh, billion dollars that they divide. But, we, you know, 
you don't know how big the cake is going to be until you see all the ingredients, and we haven't seen all the ingredients yet. So everything uh, to determine how much these two fights will be worth is conjecture at this point. If you had to put a, a percentage mark on it and how confident you, we see this fight, Fury v. Joshua this year, what would it be, Bob, percentage? Uh, at least 95%. Well, that's I mean, good as, as, as effective, the vaccine, which I'm hopefully getting, well, I know I'm getting uh, this Thursday, my first shot, uh, they say it's 95% effective. I think this fight happening this year is equally 95%. How long have you got to wait for the second shot? Uh, well, it depends on, on, on what my first shot is. If it's Moderna, I think it's three weeks. And if it's Pfizer, it's four weeks, something like that. Okay. Bob, you made some comments recently that you'd like to do top rank and matchroom crossover fights. Uh, just tell me about that, please. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Eddie re really was the one who suggested it. And, I, you know, actually, it will, would be uh, uh, Frank and Top Rank's fighters uh, on one side and Eddie's matchroom fighters on the other. And that would add a nice element uh, to the event. It certainly would. Bob, let's talk about the lightweight division. Uh, Ryan Garcia obviously had a fantastic win recently. Uh, what did you make of the, the fight itself and his performance? Well, I thought, you know, Ryan Garcia is a talent, no question about it. He has a lot of flaws. I mean, his footwork is bad, and, you know. But uh, uh, he, Campbell, uh, goes into a fight with a, uh, a mindset not to lose. And he doesn't go into the fight with a mindset to win. So pretty much he was uh, at the mercy of a kid like Garcia, a young, strong kid who can punch. Because if Campbell had gone in with the mindset to win the fight, when he knocked Garcia down, he would have pressed the action and he might have taken Garcia out, I think, but he didn't do that. And again, I think that's the mindset that he has in a fight. Like when he fought Lomachenko, when I was at that fight, he fought, in effect, not to lose. He didn't fight in effect, to win, you know? Mm, I'll get what you're saying. Well, hopefully we see uh, Tiafimo Lopez back uh, out soon. Are we looking at like, May-June time, perhaps, Bob? Yes, yeah. We're looking at uh, Australia from to fight Cambosa, which is uh, IBF mandatory. And then uh, we would look for him uh, to fight one of these guys whether it's Garcia or Haney or Davis, you know, one of the young guys. Or if they weren't available, then uh, to do a big uh, winter fight uh, 
hopefully everything is behind us, uh, against uh, the winner of Taylor Ramirez, which we hope to do in May. Okay. Where, where Bob? In the UK, Taylor Ramirez? Oh, I'd like to do it in the United States. I'd like to do it in the United States. I think we can get uh, places where you can do a reasonable number of spectators. Uh, hopefully things are better in May uh, and uh, uh, we can get some uh, Scottish people uh, to come into Las Vegas. That would help boost the economy of our city. I don't know necessarily the economy, but certainly the beer sales will increase. So I would like to do that fight in, in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, I think uh, the MGM Grand will definitely want uh, Scottish people travelling over for that fight. Yeah, but the beer companies go crazy when you people come over uh, from the from the from England, United Kingdom. But Bob, what? In, let's just talk about Taylor Ramirez quickly. What's been the delay in the announcement? Excuse me. What's been the de- delay in, in officially announcing that fight, Taylor Ramirez? Well, there's a lot of elements to to consider. Uh, First was where the fight should happen. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a much more expensive fight uh, than the normal fights we do on the ESPN. So we worked that out with the ESPN. And now we'll talk to Taylor uh, as far as the date is concerned. And we have a working date uh, that we got from ESPN in May. And we'll talk to the two fighters, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to arrange for that fight to be uh, at the MGM. Uh, but again, that's the problem with the pandemic. You know, we don't know, but I'm pretty sure by May we'll they'll allow. You know, in a twenty thousand seat venue, they'd allow at least ten thousand people. Let's hope so. Going back to Tifima Lopez, you mentioned uh, the fight with Cambosis Jr. in Australia. Where in Australia? Are we looking at Melbourne? Melbourne, yes. He comes from Melbourne, I believe. And uh, uh, the Greek-Australian community is financing, as I understand it, that fight. There are uh, hundreds of thousands of Greeks, Australians who live in Melbourne. And so that's where the fight would be held. And you can get a full house in there as well in Australia. Excuse me? You can get a full house in there in Australia. Right. Um, if it isn't Cambosis Jr., or even if he boxes Cambosis next, who would you like to see T.O. fight uh, later in the year out of the other three guys, if you had to pick one? If I had to pick one, probably Garcia, because uh, Garcia is means a lot more uh, uh, to an event than the other two. Garcia has a tremendous following uh, uh, because of his uh, social media presence and because of his personality. And I think that Garcia matched with Tiafimo would be a really blockbuster pay-per-view event. Uh, next, I would think uh, a fight with Tank Davis would be 
also very lucrative uh, because uh, Davis has uh, a good fan base. And third would be Haney uh, because he hasn't developed the same fan base as the other two. Has Eddie reached out to you or talked to you about that fight between Lopez and Haney? Garcia is is a Oscar fighter. No, no, Haney. Haney, Bob. Yeah, he talked to me about Haney, but again, uh, Haney, you know, may be a good fighter, but he doesn't mean any, he doesn't, you can't put him in the same category as as Garcia and uh, Tank Davis as attractions. I mean, just can't. And also, have you spoke to the Mayweather people about potentially doing the Lopez Tank fight? I think Floyd, after Tiafimo defeated Lomachenko, called uh, Todd the Buff, the president, top rank. Uh, Floyd and Todd have remained very good friends, and I believe they discussed that fight. Bob, I just want to quickly ask you about some news we've we learned of yesterday, reportedly Sergei Kovalev uh, failing a drugs test. Did you see this? Yes, I did. Your thoughts on the matter? I'm stunned. I mean, we were not his promoter, but we, based on his prior fight with Canelo, had a percentage of the, the money in that fight, which we now won't get because the fight's off. So I don't, again, uh, I, I asked his people today what the hell happened, and apparently they say it was an accident, of, but as far as I know, and they said the fight's off. Why, how it happened, I really don't know. Let's talk about uh, Terence Crawford. What's his next move, Bob? Well, Crawford is, we want to, uh, make a Spence fight. And, uh, you know, I think we would be willing to make a two-fight deal with PBC uh, to have a Crawford fight, uh, either Porter or Thurmond or somebody like that, and then fight Spence or really go into a Spence fight. The problem with Crawford fighting any of the PBC fighters is it's so expensive and it really isn't a pay-per-view fight. Crawford and Spence, particularly if the pandemic is under control, and so we can expect that it is, is a major pay-per-view fight. So I think that's what I hope we'll be able to uh, convince BBC of uh, and make that fight. Were you a bit uh, surprised by Keith Furman's comments? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, what the hell is he talking about? That I'm being cheap. You know, he, you know, I've been in this boxing business for many years. And there were fighters who always said that, uh, or promoters myself, particularly King, that it was not fair that if there was a pie, we were getting... This percentage, they said we should get a smaller percentage. That was one thing. That was the normal argument. 
are are we as a promoter taking too big a share of the pie? That's legitimate. That makes sense. But it doesn't make sense to say to a promoter, look, we know it's pandemic. We know there's a limited amount of money, but go into your own pocket and pay me what I want to get paid. I mean, for Christ's sake, there has to be some kind of business element. I mean, I would tell Thurman, hey, have somebody else promote the fight. Let them lose money. And I promise I'll buy a ringside ticket to see the fight. I mean, you know, we have really, like other promoters, suffered during this pandemic without the revenue stream of a live gate, without in the United States, the pay-per-view is limited because people like them do it and make parties. Uh, you can't do closed circuit in bars and restaurants. But we've done it, and we've lost money doing it, but it was under control. But I am not going into our resources and pay a fighter a lot more money than is available in a particular fight. If he said to me, well, you got to get this money, and then the fighters should get all of it because there's a pandemic and you're not entitled to get it, I take a little umbrage on that, but I would accept it. But don't tell me I got to do the fight and go into my pocket for millions of dollars to make the fight happen. Why? What's the reason for that? I mean, it makes no sense. Well, listen, Bob, uh, thank you for the uh, first interview of the year. Best of luck with your, your vaccine shot on Thursday. I'm sure we'll be yeah, fine. No, I'll be good. And then two, three or four weeks later, get my booster shot. And then I'm, a plane, I'm on a plane to come over to visit you guys. I miss London. I love London. I love Paris also. So Lovey and I, my wife and I are going to uh, make some plane trips. Just, you know, I haven't been in a restaurant since March, I mean, no less, you know, flew any place. I mean, we go back and forth to Los Angeles, but we hire a plane to take us. So be nice to have that vaccine. I bet you can't wait to get on a flight. I, you can, absolutely. <laughs> Bob Aaron, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Uh, yes, okay. best of luck with the vaccine shot, and uh, we'll speak soon, all right? Thank you. Yeah, Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.